Welcome to The Shut Up Show. This is the Brave Solopreneurs Podcast, helping you shut up and make shit happen. Inside every episode, you'll hear raw and uncensored conversations with amazing entrepreneurs and thought leaders who bring their best work every day, despite being scared shitless. You'll gain mindset strategies on how to brave through your fears, tactical advice to help you define your shut-up moment, and impact-driven tips inspiring you to live and work on your own terms. I am your host and chief shut-upper of Making Shit Happen, Bernie Shaw. Now, on to today's episode. What is going on? Our first show, we're going to try this. It's the time is now for the Shut Up Show to begin. What is going on, Bernie? Where are you today? I am at home uh, in Prairie du Sac, Wisconsin. For those of you who don't know where that is, it's really close to Wisconsin Dells and the capital city, Madison. So I'm out in the boonies. I'm, I'm lucky to even have internet connection out here, to be quite honest with you. The so, hamsters are running full speed. Exactly, they are. I'm putting them to work, those poor little guys. What about yourself? I see a fancy background right there. Yes, Viola, yes. I'm in beautiful downtown Wisconsin at the Hudson Business Lounge, 310 East Buffalo, in my, uh, my little corner office here of the world. It's awesome. I love it here. It's a co-working space actually that allows me to have a lot more intentional collisions with people that I need to meet. Yesterday I bumped into a guy that, gosh, I haven't had a conversation with Josh for two months, and he's like, hey, I have someone who needs what you do. Would you be willing to do it? Hmm, yes, absolutely. I would love to work with someone that you think is awesome. Thank you, my friend. So being intentional and being with people that are smarter than me is just such a blessing. I can't even tell you, Bernie. You know, speaking of which, it's kind of funny. I'll, I'll kind of segue from there. Um, the Hudson Lounge where you're at, it was really interesting. Just a couple of weeks ago, I remember seeing an update on Facebook. A friend in my network whose name is Tyson Adams is launching a brand new coffee house in Laos. And I found out about his project through my buddy, AJ Leon and the Misfit Company, or Misfits Incorporated, rather. And I remember going, hey, he just checked in. He checked into Hudson Lounge. He checked into Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And so I remember CCing you um, in Facebook and tagging you on that. And within a minute, you responded right away going, dude, I'm here. I'm like upstairs. Where are you at? And it was just so unbelievable because, you know, I think about interactions like that. And I think about how when we look back into, gosh, even five years ago, it was never that rapid to be able to connect to somebody like that and get two people to, to, to interact and be introduced to that quickly. It's like freaking lightning speed. So, yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up because I thought that was such a relevant story. Back to you talking about, yeah. you know, colliding with people and then finding ways to, to help each other because of that collision. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So on that same note, this weekend I got to go see Tony Shea, the CEO of Zappos, all because I went to a birthday party the night before, and one of my friends said, hey, what are you doing tomorrow afternoon? I'm like, nothing. I was planning to, you know, sit home and uh, play with my cats. And she's like, hey, do you want to go see Tony Shea? I'm like, yeah. So she gives me her ticket. 
I got to go listen to Tony Shea talk about his downtown project in Las Vegas for an hour and collide with other awesome Milwaukee folks through the Milwaukee YP Week thing. So, holy cow. Yeah, just being intentional, being out there, letting people know what you're all about. Now, certainly it can be fearful. We're going to talk about that some on the Shut Up Show. But it's often awesome when you share it with people who are like-minded, like-spirited, like-hearted, and that want to help, they, that, that bring their best to the world every day. Don't you think, Bernie? Oh, I absolutely agree. I'm not going to go into great detail now, but I know I'm going to use this show as a platform to talk about something very personal that happened to me recently. But, for example, I had uh, Sunday newsletters I have, and this past Sunday I wrote about a very personal thing that happened in my life six months ago. I kid you not, Phil. That was the one newsletter email that got the most replies, hands down. And on top of that, immediately, within the first hour, of me hitting send because I was vulnerable. I shared something that was scary and icky and that I felt shameful to, to publicize. And the moment I hit send on that, so many people reached out and said, hey, I know somebody who's going through that. Or Bernie, I've been through that. Or Bernie, I'm going through that right now. Or Bernie, I don't know what that's like, but how can I help? And the amazing thing about it is just about being intentional, putting yourself out there and knowing that whatever the cause is or the purpose is for you doing that, it's going to be much greater than you initially even thought. Uh, your involvement would be, but what you end up doing is you connect so many people to you who say, "Hey, yeah, you know what? Me too. Me too. How can we help each other? How can we? How can we do something and make make a positive impact?" And so, so I thought I'd share that because I think that's so relevant. Just being vulnerable, opening up your fears, telling people about it, and in in essence, you find a common thread with other people. Yeah, that's that's a great point, Bernie. I think one of the things that we're going to be talking about a lot on the show is really that shut up moment, that, that point where we're often gripped with fear, like, oh, I don't know if I want to share this. Man, this sucks. Oh, boy, it hurts. I don't know if I can really do this. Man, everybody's got me down. I feel just slumpy. To stand up tall, be strong, and say, I can do this. In fact, if I do this, I will now have other people who want to help me. That I didn't even think about people that would come to my aid. That people love, adore, respect, admire us, and that they're willing to help if we're bold enough. If we can fight through and tell ourselves to shut up <laughs> and get through. Because um, if we don't... We're going to be stuck. <clears throat> Amen, brother. Amen. So do we want to go into that? Do we want to dive into how we came up with uh, Shut Up? Yeah, I think so. I think that's important. I, I'm, I'm actually, I, I love the way that you tell the story, Bernie. I can tell it, but it's so much better coming from you. So tell us about this Shut Up thing, how, this, how the heck this came about. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll preface this by saying I am a wordy storyteller, so I'm going to try to keep this as succinct as possible because I don't want to hear myself talk that much. <laughs> anyway, um, so really what happened was, you know, I'll, I'll back it up to back, you know, 2010, um, I started my official blog. It was like a real blog. I was using WordPress finally. And during that time, <laughs> I I know, right? During that time, I had no idea. I had not, you know, no knowledge of blogging, no knowledge of 
podcasts, video blog, none of that stuff. At that point, I was coaching, and I'm thinking, how else can I get myself out to you know, the masses without always having to be in person at some live event? And you know me. We're from Milwaukee. We network like crazy, but there's only so much networking you can do. A friend of mine at the time said, Bernie, I really think that you need to get in front of the camera. You need to start talking about different things that you're afraid of, different things you've overcome, and just, you know, kind of have this, like, talking head uh, video uh, to accompany your blog. So I created a video blog, which I called, uh, uh, oh, my gosh, how can I forget what it was called? It was, oh, Get a Life Spark was what it was called. Anyway, long story short, I did it for 36 episodes, I believe, um, in a span of about a little over a year. And at some point, many things could have happened. I can't really pinpoint it, but um, I let it die. I let it die. I gave up on it, and I started to pursue other things. I started to write more. I started to get involved in more collaborative projects. And as a result, you know, get, get your uh, life spark had just started to dissipate. So I let it go. Um, now we're talking 2013, so a good two or so years have gone by. And I'm looking around me, many peers who I deeply respect and admire, and many people who I've looked up to and called mentors in the social media space, as well as, you know, authors and other thought leaders. And many of these people have either been on a podcast or they have their own podcasts. And I was constantly thinking of different ways that I could help them refine and improve their podcast. So I'm sending random messages or I'm sending, you know, random emails saying, hey, you know, I love your podcast. What if you added this? What if you did that? And it's only been about maybe five or six months now that I've been doing that. And I finally realized, you know what, it'd be kind of cool to, to, you know, relaunch or bring back to life my, my podcast. But I didn't want to do it the same way I was doing before. Um, I love myself, but I can get sick of talking to myself and looking at myself no talk constantly. Because I'm, come on, you can only have so much of this annoying, you know, energetic, this energetic thing. It's like, oh, it even tires me sometimes. So, so I had an idea, and I said, I'm gonna put this in my back pocket. I'm gonna eventually do some kind of a podcast or bring back a video blog, but I'm gonna put it in my back pocket for now. And then I'm going to figure out how I want to do this before I launch it. Okay. So that was the moment it was like, (laughs) and uh, I sat on it for a couple of months and so many things happened in this time and something in me kept nudging and kept going, you know, when are you going to do this? When are you going to launch it? When are you going to launch it? And I'm like, but I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have experience. I don't have, you name it. Right. I coach people on this all the time and I'm sure you do too. Well, and finally, one day, and I swear to God, this was, what, a week and a half ago? <laughs> I text you, and I said, Phil, thinking about launching a podcast, you win? <laughs> and what did you say? Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and, and here's the reason why, and I'll wrap this up, the reason why I picked Phil. This is why I picked you, Phil. Back in 2011, I was having a really, really rough time, and you sat down with me, and we had a very heart-to-heart uh, conversation and I remember saying to you I've recently been been rejected by somebody in my business network and they asked me to do pr- uh, business with them but then they also in an essence asked me to pretty much change my brand change how I look change how I speak change how I am what do you think Phil and I remember you telling me you know what Bernie the more and more people resist you the more and more people challenge you 
that way, the more and more they feel like you need to change, that's when you know that you've arrived. That's when you know you're becoming closer and closer to being your authentic self because now people are seeing that you're not familiar to them. You're not conforming to what they're used to and it makes them uncomfortable. It makes them feel icky. And you said, screw that, fuck that. <laughs> Go be the shin-kicking life spark. Don't you dare let anybody tell you not to do that. And I kid you not, Phil, that was 2011. I think it was like springtime. And since that moment on, I have never forgotten that, you know, you know, shut the fuck up, Bernie. Stop listening to those people tell you you're not good enough. Go fucking do what you want to do, okay? Pardon my French. <laughs> so the moment I sat there a week and a half ago thinking, I want to do this so bad, but I could probably do it alone, but I don't know. I, I feel like it needs to have another element into it. I said, Phil, fill you in? Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, but so, think about that, though. That's an opportunity, though, to bail out. When you ask somebody else, you're giving them that permission to say no. Hell no, right. this is a stupid idea. I can't believe that you'd come up with something so dumb. But it's also the opportunity there to break through, push through, and, and to create something even bigger than we can create on our own. And that's why I said yes. I mean, Bernie, I've been talking to the camera myself for a little while. This is one of my goals in 2013, to get in front of the camera more to spend more time in front of the camera. And you asked me, was the perfect time? And I thought, you know, I bet other people have these shut up moments too. These moments either they tell themselves, other people tell them like happened to you, or they just find, what's going on here? Why is this not working? Maybe I should just quit. For no reason. Those shut up moments that if we tell the world, we tell ourselves, we tell other people to shut up and then be strong and move forward, we can really see something great. And sometimes, you know, we see that the people that we thought were going to be around us, they've abandoned us. And we, the people that we didn't expect, like you mentioned with your newsletter, I mean, people just come out of the woodwork. Now, now, don't misunderstand. Just the mere act of being vulnerable is not enough to start an avalanche but it certainly is enough to start the train rolling. To listen to that, to, to get rid of that inner shut up and then to focus in on the most important stuff gives you, gives yourself permission to, to do something better. At least that's what I've found. And I know that for a lot of the, lot of the folks that, that I work with, a lot of the folks that I've coached, that I've talked to, people have these moments and we're finding, we're looking for a bunch of guests. I mean, we're, um, we started out, we thought maybe what, an hour a week, 30 minutes of you and I and 30 minutes of an interview. And now Bernie, we're finding, we probably already got 10 or 15 people lined up. We might have to do two episodes a week and go from there. That's remarkable. Right. right. That's just it. And it was funny because you were talking about shut up and my dogs were barking. So I had to mute my microphone. So I'm like, shut up in my head. Um, but yeah, to your point, I completely agree. I completely agree. I, what you and I said when we decided that we wanted to, you know, hit send this week, today, Tuesday, the 23rd, um, I remember us saying, we have no idea how this show is going to evolve. We have no idea how we are even going to evolve as professionals. You and I are both, you know, coaches and consultants and speakers and authors. Uh, but then we have no idea how 
what's going to evolve in terms of the face of the show, the kind of people we're going to attract eventually, where this is going to lead, if this is successful or not, it doesn't matter. This is going to evolve into so much something so much bigger than you and I, Phil. And that's why I'm like, if I'm ready to launch this podcast and the show, I'm not going to do it alone because I know this is going to be bigger than, than me, bigger than who else I'm bringing on and be bigger than the people that we're bringing on. So I agree. We are going to organically let this evolve the way it will. And I think that's the beauty of it. You know, I want to add that far too much do people think that they need to plan 10 years ahead and plan every step of the way and you know there's nothing that you can deviate from but to be quite honest with you I have found greater confidence and greater success when I just allowed myself to be open to the journey and to allow myself to screw up make mistakes along the way and find out where that's going to take me what the silver lining is and what the lessons learned will be and to embrace that and say hell those are the best parts is when I screw up and I figure out how I'm going to come back from that. So Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, Bernie. I think um, we're, this show will focus on, first of all, kind of setting your GPS, so understanding your core values so that those will lead you in the right direction. And sometimes when you get veered off, it'll help you veer back on. And then it'll be about that next step. Not the big step, not like, holy crap, I'm 10 years out. No. Holy cow, I'm 10 feet out. Holy cow, I'm one more decision closer to living my dreams. Seldom do our best laid plans work. Right. Often they get changed. So yep. that's going to be a focus. Awesome. So I'm thinking it would be a great thing. I don't want to make the assumption that people know who who this can best serve. So I think you're going to do a great one at this. Why don't you go ahead and explain to all of us who would you be, somebody in our audience who's listening to this, and maybe even somebody who might want to be on the show? Yeah, great point. So let's let's set this up. So who the heck are you if you're watching it? If you've gotten this far, who are you? Um, and why will you keep watching? So one, you could be an entrepreneur. So Bernie and I are both entrepreneurs. Um, you know, we started our own business, bootstrapped it, not like we got a big investment. So entrepreneur, small business owner, folks like that. Uh, two, you could be someone trapped in corporate America looking to make the leap, looking to make the leap. And I promise we'll tell this story, but just know I gave a two-year notice from corporate America, and that plan sure as hell didn't turn out like I thought it was going to be. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. I made like a two-hour notice. <laughs> no, two-minute notice. I left the day I decided I was done, and they got a letter that day. So yeah. I, lo I love the contrast between both of our experiences. Whatever you have. So, so that could be you. The other person you, could, you might be is someone who just left and is now scared shitless. Oh, my God, what do I do? I left. Now what? So those are kind of the three people, and ultimately your fears are probably the same as ours, right? Don't have enough money, don't have enough time, don't have enough resources, don't know enough people. Oh, my God, everybody else has this idea. I can't stand out. I'm not remarkable. All bullshit. Right. We're just going to call bullshit on all that because you are good enough. If you're watching this, you're smart enough to tune in, you know that you can't do this alone. That's really step one in accepting that you're going to have some shut-up moments accepting you can't do this alone, and secondly, that you need to learn from other people. I promise it isn't just going to be the Bernie and Phil show. 
Okay, we're bringing in other smart folks. Uh, we're not going to name names yet, but I promise you, the people that will be on the show, a, you'll be able to relate to, and b, you'll be able to learn from. And that's really the most important thing. If you're open to learning, okay. So if you're not open to learning, turn off the camera. Just throw your laptop in the garbage and go hide in the corner because this show will not be for you. Bernie and I are going to learn as much as you are on this journey. We're going to have fun. We might cry some. We're not going to laugh a lot. Bernie and I laugh a lot. You can see that. But this is going to be real, folks. This is going to be vulnerable. This is going to be raw. We're broadcasting live. We're not planning to edit all this stuff. We're planning to broadcast live. Now, we might edit down the podcast because create a bit of a greatest hits. But this video, this is real, folks. We're going to share this. It's going to be on YouTube. This is going to be on our websites. This is going to be real. So <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> you just scared me. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, I, I joke. But I'm, I'm, I'm serious, too. I mean, you're talking about being raw, talking about being vulnerable. I'm hearing you say that, and my chest is beating. Like, I'm like, this is a lot of responsibility, you know? But that's the coolest thing about it, you know? When, when we talk about successful people, when we talk about um, successful steps that people take, they usually had an accountability partner. And part of the reason why I chose to have a co-pilot, Phil, part of the reason why I choose to have a lot of different people in my circle is because I know that emotionally and mentally, this is hard to handle alone. And I need to have people on my side to help pull me up when I'm having the crappiest of crappy days and, and believe that I don't have enough uh, you know, to, to get through it or that I don't have what it takes. And so he's, even as I sit here as, as, uh, as the co-host and Phil's co-pilot, I'm scared shitless too. But you know what? I'm excited because we're at the forefront of something so amazing here. And that's being able to allow ourselves to lean into the fear, but not alone. We're all going to lean into it together and learn from it. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, you're not alone. I promise you can always reach us. Very simple. Show at the shutupshow.com show at the shutupshow positively get to us that way talk to us be with us whatever you need you can do this promise i'm going to put that on the screen for you send an email that. to us awesome we're going to work with you okay fear is expected if you're not afraid, you're not pushing hard enough. So we're going to push you, and you're going to push us. So you got something you want to talk about, send us an email. you got somebody you want to interview, send us an email. You want to be on the show. If you've got a shut-up moment and you're willing to be vulnerable, send us an email, show at theshutupshow.com. This is going to be real, folks. This is going to be vulnerable, and it's going to be fun. And it's going to help your business all in one. I agree. I concur. I concur with that message. <laughs> I'm doing this, but the shut up show is over on your window. <laughs> so, so look at the bottom of Phil's window, show at the shutupshow.com. There's a lot of other ways you can contact us too, but we'll make sure that we get that onto our website and we get that on anywhere uh, we're, we're posted up on social media. So you will find us. We're going to make sure you do. <laughs> but please, yes. definitely feel free to reach out. Don't be shy. Absolutely. So cool. So that's episode one. Yay. Coming soon, episode two. 
to two million. We'll see. As long as people are willing to be vulnerable, and as long as people are willing to share, we're going to keep telling. Shut up. <laughs> Make a difference. Fight through fear, and you can be successful. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Shut Up Show. The Shut Up Show is sponsored by The Amazing Cells. That's S-E-L-Z dot com. Seriously, simple selling. Go check them out. Every Monday, we deliver an inside edition of The Shut Up Show right to your inbox. Plus, as a bonus, get instant access to download a free copy of our 18-page ebook, The Solopreneur's Guide for Shutting Up and Making Shit Happen. Simply go to our website at theshutupshow.com slash subscribe and join other brave entrepreneurs who are shutting up and making shit happen. If you believe in The Shut Up Show and this platform has helped you shut up and make shit happen, please head on over to iTunes, search for The Shut Up Show in the podcast section and leave us an honest star rating and review. Your feedback will help us to gauge what we're doing well and where we need to continue to improve. The ratings and reviews help us to continue to bring on amazing sponsors like Cells so that we can deliver weekly episodes to you for free. So your feedback does matter. Thank you for helping us and supporting us.